When I was a young seminarian back in the day, or a young priest even, I had a lot of great hopes for what was to come. Uh, that the church was going to enter into a new springtime, and there's a lot of hopeful ideas about, you know, we're past all the scandals, we're uh, going to come into a new time where we're, we're solid on our foundations of our doctrines and our teachings that are going to convert people to the truth. We have a lot of hope for evangelization and catechesis and really a time of rebuilding the church. I was thinking this was just the start of a lot of good things. And so I can identify with Peter and the apostles today. I know, uh, I know who Jesus is. I'm fired up about his message and what he wants to do in the world. And I'm ready to celebrate the victory. I'm ready to go to battle for the Lord. But what I found is that the Lord has offered the cross instead. You know, we're still kind of drudging our way through this experience of living the church and so forth. And Jesus puts it this way in the gospel. Or he, we hear it this way in the gospel. Jesus began to, to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer greatly, be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes, and be killed. He spoke of this openly. So like Peter, I haven't really quite been ready to accept the cross yet. I thought we were past the cross. And lately I've had to kind of reflect on what Christ says. You are thinking as God, not as God does, but as human beings do. Yes, yes I have. I have done that. I had hoped that we were past the cross in some sense. And yet I've seen a, this continuation of the scandals, the divisions, the weaknesses within the church, within the world. And we continue to see uh, people turning away from Christ for different reasons. I had thought that we were already kind of at the bottom and that we were going to start going up. Like, let's go up now. It's time to go up, right, Jesus? Nope. Okay, so we're, we're not quite at the bottom, it seems, or maybe, maybe we are now, I don't know. But evil is still very much alive when we look around in the world. And that's what Jesus tells us. Whoever wishes to come after me must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. So in light of everything that's happening and has happened, I've had to accept that my plans were different than God's. Imagine that. And so I've had to start accepting that God is doing something else. On a human level, it's very painful, it's humbling, it's demoralizing a little bit maybe. But I come, I've come to accept that God is sharing the cross with us. And that, that might be our lot for a while. We might have that experience for a good long while yet. Despite that, I still have a lot of hope for when I look around and what I see that God is doing. There's a lot of amazing things happening in the body of Christ both on the local level and on the macro level. When I see my parishioners growing in their desire to, to know Christ, their progression in the spiritual life, witnessing to their devotion, their faith, I get, I get a lot of joy out of that. There are a lot of things beyond my control, and I can't control them. And so I could spend my life worrying about those things and you know, trying to figure out what I should do or I could just say, okay, Lord, this seems to be what you're allowing right now. I surrender to that. And ultimately, I know how it ends, right? We know how this story ends. Jesus is victorious. I don't doubt that. I've never doubted that. But I'm beginning to accept that what I had hoped for, which is the rebuilding of the church, the return to virtue, the triumph of the culture of life, 
the return to a moral order, all these things, are not there yet, it seems. Some of us are, but the world's not there yet. In many ways, it seems, as humanity, we're still trying to find our own way apart from God or turn away from God. And so, it's our duty to hold on to the light of Christ, to carry the cross, to endure the trials that the Lord offers to us. And all the more do we need to hold on to that tenacious hope that comes from supernatural faith. We need to live in this confidence that comes from knowing that the Lord is allowing this, but that He will and will continue to triumph, and that that triumph is guaranteed. This is what it means to be a Christian, after all. We face the cross, we cling to hope, and we reject the world's false consolations. We reject fear and hopelessness. We reject worldly appeals to power. We reject the need to overcome our enemies by our own strength. Instead, we allow Christ to reign in our lives, and we wait for His timing. And we can continue to witness to a different kind of hope than the world has. Our hope is in total obedience to Christ and His ultimate victory, which comes after the cross. So, although the devil despises the church and is using every instrument at his disposal to try to dismantle the church or scatter the flock, we can remain steadfast. Our peace and our resolve do not come from a worldly source, but from Christ Himself. Although I'm not seeing the victory of the church that I had wanted to, I have a great confidence that Christ is actually asking us to share His cross. And by persevering with Christ, we will share in Christ's victory. Whether that victory is manifest in the world, in my lifetime, in your lifetime, or not, it will happen. So we have to reject hopelessness. We have to understand that the Lord is allowing this experience. And every Christian is being asked to trust in God's plan. Trust leads to a certain victory. Abandonment of trust would lead to desolation and darkness. The apostles were tested. We are being tested. So we shouldn't follow the path of Judas, who didn't trust and also was hopeless. Instead, we should follow our Blessed Mother, who hoped despite what she saw. And even if we can't always have the same hope that she had, doesn't Maybe that's something we don't perfectly share right now, is the hope that she had. At least maybe we can stand with her, like John the Apostle, Mary Magdalene at the foot of the cross. No matter how bad things get, Christ's victory is assured, and we will share that victory if we hold on to Christ. So we have a beautiful opportunity to live our faith, to live for Christ. And although it might be different than what we had expected or what we had hoped, there's a peace and joy that comes from sharing in Christ's life. It's times such as these where great saints are brought forth. I'll leave you with the uh, antiphon from Holy Thursday. We should glory in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, and whom is our salvation, life and resurrection, through whom we are saved and delivered.